Hello, everybody. Hey. Welcome back to Tipsy Trials. How you doing? Oh, I'm Lindsay. <laughs> I'm Dana. <laughs> you didn't know. Those are our names. If we, you're new um, here, I guess. We took a little break for Thanksgiving and forgot how to podcast. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Just a small one. It's been a while. We recorded three, well, two and a half yeah. last time. So we're getting back into it and... Speaking of that, uh, how was your Thanksgiving? I know y'all are hearing this like two weeks after, but for us. <laughs> right. Um, it was good. We went to the beach. It was cold, but a cold day on the beach is better than any day at home. That's so, very true. Yeah, we had a good time. How was yours? It was nice. Very low key, very simple. If you hear my pages moving around, I apologize. Um, it was nice. You know, I, I've... Thanksgiving is probably one of my, is my favorite holiday, not one of. And over the years, we've simplified it more and more, and it just made me enjoy it even more. So Good. Glad but to hear that. Now we are in December, and yes. we are recording this on December 1st. So for those of you out there who are Spotify, Spotify, <laughs> Spotify <laughs> users, <laughs> <laughs> Today was the release of Spotify wrap up. Yay. Yay. Um, this is always a trip every year. <laughs> I'm always surprised. It's I I wish I was. I'm not. I was actually <laughs> trying actively this year to listen to different things. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't get my results the same. But we're going to go through the results. <laughs> we're going to find out if they're the same. I mean, I already saw them, but. Right. We have yet to discuss them. So neither of us know what the other person got. I'm very intrigued. I want to hear. <laughs> so let's start with top artists. Okay. You Who, go first. Okay. You, you want me to read all five? Yeah. Okay. So my top five are kind of all over the place. Kind of not. Um, number one was Ben Platt. Love that. <laughs> I listen to Ben Platt a lot. He's amazing. Yeah. We have a um, stuffed platypus in the basement. It's Chesney's. And his name is Benjamin. Uh, <laughs> what else would his name be? <laughs> Which I laughed because when Ben Platt joined TikTok, his name was Ben Platypus. And I was oh like, my shut God. up. You can't make that up. It was dying. That's amazing. All right. So number two was Jesse Mueller. Do you know who that is? I don't. Okay. So she is the lead from Waitress and Beautiful the Musical. Um, okay. I love her. She has an amazing voice. And if that should probably give you a hint towards what my top category was. <laughs> yeah. Um, number three was Taylor Swift, which I I think that was a lot of people. So yeah. Five. <laughs> but I'm surprised because I didn't think I listened to her as much as most people. Right. I'm not... I'm not not a Swifty, but I'm not one either. Yeah. No, I get that. Um, Number four was Pink. Not surprised. I love Pink. She has to be one of the best artists out there today. I listen to her frequently. Yes, that's a good one. Number five was Zach Brown Band, which I love Zach Brown. I listen to them a lot, but I didn't think I listened to them that much. Interesting. I wonder if like the playlists that you choose or whatever have them on there a lot. That we'll get to that when we get through my top songs. <laughs> okay. What were yours? Um, okay. So I'm just gonna preface this as the top three artists all release new albums this year. And so I was just listening to the albums on repeat. I feel like I can that's already where, guess who they are though. 
I was like kind of surprised because while I do listen to them, it's not a ton. Anyway, number one was J. Cole. Number two was Kanye West. Number three was Drake. And then my number four was the Beatles, which I listened to frequently just Interesting. in daily life. And then number five was Foster the People, which is my favorite band. So All right. I only guessed one, yeah. <laughs> which was Drake. So yeah. Although there was Kanye sitting in the back of my head. Um, but no, Drake was the only one. I was expecting you to say Adele and Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if just because it didn't really pull the November. That's right. Because I was surprised that Taylor Swift wasn't on there. Because oh, I, I haven't listened she wasn't mine, honestly. to um I haven't listened to the Adele album a ton yet. But I did listen to the Taylor Swift album quite a bit. So I don't know. Apparently, I've been listening to her this whole time. Who knew? (laughs) I'm here for it. So my top songs, and this is where I got a little like, okay. (laughs) Number one is She Used to Be Mine. That's from Waitress. Mm -hmm. I will admit, I listen to that a lot. It's kind of my go-to when I'm just in like, I'm going to belt in my car mood. Yep. Number two was Since You've Been Gone. That's a good one, though. But why is that number two in 2021? I don't know. (laughs) That's where I think my playlists really affected Mm -hmm. um, my top five. And my number one playlist was the throwback one. I don't know if that's what they call it. They update it daily. It's probably my favorite playlist because I still love, you know, early 2000s, 90s. Right. Um, number three was You Will Be Found, which is from Dear Evan Hansen. This is the play version, not the movie. Um, same as she used to be mine. One of my belters. Mm-hmm. Um, number four was The Bones, which I listen to a lot of Marin Morris. I'm actually shocked she's not on my top artist. She was on my story. Oh, she was not on mine. But not in my top five songs. Yeah, I listen to her a lot. Yeah, And same. actually, I don't even think that's my, maybe it is my most listened. I don't know. Um, and number five was you need to calm down. So you can see. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even listening to current Taylor. <laughs> so my t- I'm like actually a little disappointed, not because I don't like this artist, but because my top five songs were all songs off of the J. Cole album. Ouch. So I'm like, bummer. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. It's just kind of weird. I feel like it's not I fun list- when they're all from the same right. spot. But my top playlist was the good vibes playlist, which is really good if you haven't listened to it before it's just like a has a bunch a bunch of different genres and it's just like a i would describe it as like a fun day at the pool playlist day drinking which we love (laughs) obviously (laughs) but Um, (laughs) moving on to our top five podcasts oh well what was your minutes listened because i was actually shocked uh Sorry, I forgot that part. Um, 22,790 Oh, okay. Mine minutes. was about the same. 21,979. I think it's because we weren't traveling for work mm-hmm. this year. Normally, it's a lot higher. I don't remember what mine was before. I don't ever think it was this low, but maybe. Um, what was your top genre? Dance pop. Broadway. <laughs> <laughs> Which, like... I was trying so hard to not have it. I listen to a lot of Broadway. I don't think we've ever discussed my interest in musical theater. 
that I've had in my entire life. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I have season tickets to our local touring Broadway, like the actual tours. It's not like local theater. Right. Um, <laughs> I, I tried so hard to not make it my number one this year. I did a better job of getting everything else, though. Normally yeah, because it was like, a good mix. Actually, I have no Hamilton on my top five this year, which I'm Ooh. shocked. The past few years, it's like Hamilton, Hamilton, <laughs> Dear Evan Hansen, Hamilton. <laughs> I bet next year it'll be on there because you'll be amping up for the show. Yeah, I have tickets to three separate shows. Yeah. Of Hamilton. <laughs> You're going to be getting <laughs> in the mood. Not three separate shows total of Hamilton. Right. All within two weeks of each other. <laughs> um, yeah, so top podcast is interesting because, guys, not everyone gets this list. I did not know that until I yelled at one of our friends earlier today and I said, we better be in your top five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was like, I didn't get a top five. That or she's lying to us. Also very possible. Hopefully but, not. I guess maybe you have to listen to a certain amount of minutes of podcasts. I, I don't, don't know. know. My number. I don't know. I don't know. But this was an interesting list. I kind of laughed when I saw this because they were like, you're kind of into podcasts. I was like, just a bit. Just a tad. It said something about it would be natural that you feel like your favorite podcast host is like family. I was like, yeah, yeah, okay. That makes sense. How did you know? Um, What was your number? Should we go backwards on these? What was your number five? Uh, ladies and tangents. Uh, mine was two hot takes, which is funny because they're no, they're not that similar, but they're similar mm-hmm. in the hosts. Yeah. Um, my number four was the daily. Oh, okay. Mine was yeah. tipsy trials. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but guys, we've only been out for this. What episode is this? Twelve? Is this twelve? This is 12. Oh, yeah. my God. So this is our three months. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just figured out this does not account for your November listens. Right. So, I mean, when you're counting the fact that this is just mid-September, a like month and a half, really, mm-hmm. then, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. It made the list. <laughs> it's just not my dot. My <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tipsy Trials is my number three. Okay. Um, Mine was the Judgies. Okay. You're starting to notice this theme. Of the yeah. That we've kind of... <laughs> To those of you who made it, congrats. Most of you were kind of our inspiration and how we've kind of ramped up how we want to be. So thank you for that. We look up to you. Yes. Um, My number two was my favorite murder. I actually have no true crime this year. Oh, man. Um, Number two is Ladies and Tangents. We've talked about this. I mean, obviously, it was her number five. We listen to them a lot. Right. Uh, my number one was Crime Junkie. Oh, that was Jess's. Really? <laughs> that was her only one. Yeah. Mine was Doughboys. Wait, what is that? Doughboys is a podcast. It's two comedians in LA and they test a different fast food joint every mm-hmm. week. And not fast food. I'm sorry. Chain restaurant. Oh, I've never heard of that. And they review it. Okay. <laughs> they well, don't now chew I'm going to have thing. Um, I went through a huge binge on Doughboys. Like, I can tell you why it's up there. When I saw it, I forgot about it, to be honest. I was ex- actually expecting ours or Ladies and Tangents to be my number one. Mm-hmm. Or the Judges, actually. It was between those three for me. Right. 
But when Doughboys popped up, I was like, yeah, that's probably right. See, but that's what happens. It's like you binge on something like an album or a podcast and then you don't listen to it for six months. Well, it did say my most binged podcast was the Judgies. Oh, okay. I think I went through a period where it was just on constantly. Mm -hmm. Um, Versus Doughboys, I just, you know, I had a period where I would listen to it on and off like in the morning then I'd pause it and I'm not gonna listen to podcasts when I'm working yeah so I know we've talked about that like I can that or audiobooks can't do it yeah audiobooks I definitely can't podcasts I miss stuff feel like it's just not as deep so I'm like okay I can do this but it depends on what the podcast is if it's a topic I'm interested in um, true crime, absolutely not. Mm. But like, I've listened to Ladies and Tangents while working yeah. because it's light, it's easy to hear. <sighs> Audiobooks, not a chance. Right. Because <laughs> <laughs> I got it. It's funny that I even listen to audiobooks at all because, to be completely honest, 90% of the time I have the book on my Kindle at the same time uh-huh. and I'm like reading it as they're reading it to me. There's nothing wrong with that. I just think it's funny because it's like. Well, it's funny because I feel like for some people, the whole point of an audiobook is so that you can multitask. Right. But even like taking a walk and listening to an audiobook, I struggle with because I get distracted. I can do it. And I've recently learned if I'm cleaning and I put my AirPods in, I can do it great. Okay. The AirPods seem to make the difference. Mm-hmm. Um, if I just have it on like my, I don't want to say her name, my A device yeah. from Amazon. <laughs> hint, hint. <laughs> wink, wink. Right. Um, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why, but I tried something the other day because I needed to vacuum or something. And I was like, oh, why don't I just put my AirPods in? And I did. And I was like, oh, my God, this totally works. And then like a day later, I was like, okay, well, I need to finish this book for book club. Let me try it further. And I just realized I get less distracted with the AirPods and I pick up more of what's being told to me. Maybe I'll try that then. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's a strange habit, but it works. If I'm not reading along on my Kindle, I'm coloring Mm -hmm. on my iPad or I have this new game. It's it's like a, I'll have to show you sometime. It's like a puzzle, but it's not a puzzle. Okay. Please show me because I need a good game. It's relaxing. (laughs) That's why I know you'll like it. Okay. I have one quick thing to add because you, you mentioned Amazon. Um, I told you I got my garage fixed today. The guy was telling us that they sell garage door motors that are like linked to Amazon. You've never seen that commercial? No, I don't get commercials. Oh, that's right. She's bougie. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or just out of touch. <laughs> I got a whole commercial where the garages are talking to each other and they're like, let's just take it slow. And it's like, wow, guys, calm down, Amazon. Man. Yeah. Mine actually has it, but I need to set it up. Um, It's good if you're like on vacation and know you're not coming back yeah. for a few days. So no We one. don't really have problems in my neighborhood with porch pirates. Um, That's not to say it can't happen eventually. Mm-hmm. But I have, oh gosh, four trips booked for the next three months. That doesn't sound like that much, but it ends. It no, is. five. I'm sorry. Just five. Okay. That's a for lot. Now, for now. <laughs> when I say three months, I mean two months because one's at the very beginning of February. Right. And they're for like weeks at a time. So 
Might want it to might make be use time. Of, use of that outdated might technology that I just found out about. <laughs> <laughs> it is new. Like, they just started doing it. Oh, okay. But it's not like so, like, they announced it a while ago. Okay. I kind of gotcha. remember it. Kind of. Hmm. Let's drink. Anyway. <laughs> so, today, as promised, we're going to start or continue. I'm sorry. We did our holiday pack last week. We're going to continue with these holiday packs. And Total Wine introduced us to three birds. This is going to be a fun one for us because we've never had their regular pack. Right. <laughs> but you know what? We're jumping in on holiday. Three Birds is a company out of California. Um, and their story on their website is, for flock's sake, another hard seltzer. Not quite. That's cute. Spread your wings and fly above the rest. Oh, I, I always got to go into my. Yes. <laughs> spread your wings and fly above the rest whether you're with friends at your nest or out soaring with the best three birds hard seltzer is the refreshing taste you are looking for your flock with natural flavors and just the right amount of fizz oh they highlight it Hmm. you and your peeps are bound to have a flight you'll never forget oh my gosh um so maybe we throw fizz back into our rankings this week. Yeah. I mean, if they're going to call it out, <laughs> it better be there. Um, and so they didn't actually have their holiday pack on their website. So I went to Total Wine to kind of get their description. Mm-hmm. And it said, bring the bubbly this holiday season with snowbirds. The variety pack features unique holiday flavors. Excuse me. Such as frozen hot chocolate, maple pancake, apple cinnamon, and holiday punch. Enjoy on their own. All right, this was funny to me. We're in a cocktail this season. Oh. Total Wine trying to get you drunk. Uh, yeah, they are. <laughs> These are only 5%, so they're actually, I'm not, I don't want to say lower. They're probably more average with what we had been drinking. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of went up for a we while. We just there. had a few there that were yeah. on the higher end. Yeah. We're back to lower. Uh, medium. Medium. <laughs> I think that's what like Truly and White Claw are, so about average. Normally. I don't think last week's truly was five. I can't remember. Oh, the holiday pack. Yeah. I was like, what did we? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We drink a lot. (laughs) But let's get to drinking. We're going to start with um, maple pancake. You know, what's funny. These, except for the hot chocolate, they kind of follow somewhat of the Bud Light. It reminded me of. Fall the, yeah, yeah, right. And right. holiday punch is more like the can's really cute though. It has a pancake with it, some butter. It is very cute. <laughs> so that sounded really fizzy. It looks fizzy. All right, I'm gonna sniff from the can. Oh, okay. it says wine-based hard seltzer. Oh, all right. Whatever that means. Oh, oh, it smells like butter. <laughs> <laughs> I do smell the maple though. Oh, my God. It smells like a pancake. Yeah. It it's really not does. too overpowering by any means. Mm-mm. Ooh. If it you, smells good. If you didn't pick up on the fact that we got these at Total Wine, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird that they didn't have it on their website, though. It's Is it exclusive to Total Wine? Or you don't know? I have no idea. All right. Okay. We ready? Cheers. Um, It's not as sweet that was my first thought. As the Bud Light. Mm-hmm. It's also not as flavorful, though. Yeah, like it actually tastes like a pancake, but 
it's just it's not, not sweet enough it's very low mm-hmm. um that being said i could drink it all day yeah because it's an easy one it the flavor is there it's just very light um well let's sip this one and we're also gonna pour um the holiday punch so this is some um what's the word i was gonna say legs to live up to <laughs> <laughs> I will say we've been experiencing a lot of the smell immediately when you open the can lately. Neither of these so far have had that. Yeah. Which especially for a punch. I almost expect it. The smell is stronger than the last one, but it it doesn't hit you in the face. Mm, It's kind of. It's candly, not in the way I want it to be. Is there cranberry in it? Like it's something it's. Yes. I don't know. I smell cranberry. The picture has an orange, lime, lemon, and what looks like cranberry to me. Hmm. Or cherries. I don't know what they are. Maybe both. You know that candle? It's a very particular candle smell. Mm -hmm. And I'm not talking like, you know, half of my scent judges come off of, do I want to wear this in a perfume or do I want a candle of it? (laughs) Right. This is that candle that I sniff and I put back immediately, unfortunately. It's not a... I don't like it. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. Let's just... (laughs) Let's drink. (laughs) Cheers. Oh, cheers. (laughs) No. It's not... (laughs) It tastes like it smells. It's not as bad for me as the pomegranate ginger fizz was. Um, Again, that was me it sounds like and only me but this is i know this was a mess that one was also way less carbonated than the first one for me there's no bubbles yeah to call out the bubbles on this is a little bold yeah if they hadn't i wouldn't have even mentioned but how does it taste like a holiday punch no kind of (laughs) not really Yeah, this is going to probably be my lowest to date, unfortunately. I forgot to tell you that one of my friends told me he tried the Truly Holiday Pack. What did he think? He said it was gross. Including? All of it. He's wrong. The sangria was great. (laughs) I think that's what we ranked number one. I I don't remember anything. Yeah, that seems like ages ago. But (sighs) Alcohol seeps into your brain and just starts to affect your memory. (laughs) We drink a lot. Yes. (laughs) Have we had a wine-based seltzer before? I don't feel like we have. I don't really know what that means, though, to be honest. I don't either. And now I'm curious if their regular ones are as well. Their regular flavors. Who knows? Maybe not us, because the way this is going, we might not find out. out. (laughs) No, we always have better luck in the second half, it seems. So Yeah, this is true. We are going to be fair and continue sipping. As you learned last week, Dana has given me permission to update my scores as I go. (laughs) So we're going to sip and we're going to judge. And we're actually going back to our roots this week. Can we really say that at this point? We've done a lot of stuff (laughs) besides this. Original intentions episode (laughs) we're gonna be reading from reddit again yay Yay. um so we did go ahead and theme it out a little bit we're focusing on holidays that can be thanksgiving that can be hanukkah that can be kwanzaa that can be christmas that can be i don't know holiday whatever you celebrate yeah tell us (laughs) (laughs) but um i guess 
let's jump in. You want to go first? You want me to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. So we both had, I think, one story that was around Thanksgiving. So we wanted to start with those um, before we kick off the other winter holiday stories. So mine, I don't know what subreddit this is from. So we both had one story that was around Thanksgiving. So we just wanted to start with those, get them out of the way before we move over to the other winter holidays. So I'm not sure which subreddit this was from, but I picked from a few basically that were just asking for weird holiday stories or traditions. Um, So this user said, this isn't mine, but it happened to my family. My parents were having Thanksgiving dinner with my aunt and uncle and a few others. They decided for fun that they were going to put a bunch of cannabis into the stuffing. My grandparents unexpectedly showed up. Surprise! They didn't want to tell my grandparents, but they couldn't serve dinner without the stuffing, so they went for it, thinking they wouldn't have too much anyway. My grandmother loved it. She kept asking for more, and eventually it kicked in, and she started to feel dizzy. So she lay down, and one of my guests, or one of the guests, not my family member, dug around in her purse, found some quaaludes, and gave her one to chill her out. She slept for a long time. (laughs) Oh, my God. She ended up fine, of course, but they never told her what happened. (laughs) I just, (laughs) why did you keep giving her the stuffing? (laughs) Right. Just be like, oh. Like, oh, we intended to save these for Mm -hmm. leftovers. Just stop giving it to her. Right. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) What a mess. So, like Dana said, my first one's Thanksgiving as well. Um, I pulled this from Am I the Asshole? I have a few Am I the Assholes. So, Am I the Asshole? Uh, Hold on. I'm trying to decide if I want to read the title. (laughs) Does Um, it give it away? Kind of. Okay. I'm just going to start reading. Me and my fiance, both 20s, have been together for three years and had a long-distance relationship. This is supposedly her first Thanksgiving with my family. I don't know what that means. It either is or it isn't. (laughs) What? (laughs) No, supposedly. My mom invited us to attend Thanksgiving dinner. And when I told my fiance about the invitation, she asked what was prepared for dinner. And I said the traditional dishes every home prepares. And she made a face and said she'll accept the invitation and go, but we'll bring her own cooked food with her. I was shocked. I asked why, because as far as I know, she's not allergic nor vegan, and she hasn't even tried my mom's cooking. She said that is just her choice and wanted to eat something else to add new flavor for Thanksgiving, since she was always forced to eat the same old traditional meals every year by her family. Mm. I was mad. I told her it'd be disrespectful of her as a first-time guest at our family's Thanksgiving, but she said it was better than telling my mom to cook other dishes specifically for her. Both are wrong. (laughs) I told her no, she cannot bring food with her, and if she insists, then she needs to stay home and not come with me because... There's a lot of run-on sentences. And not come (laughs) with me because I'm not about to let her offend my mom's cooking. She got all dramatic, almost crying, saying I was being controlling and that I should just let her come and bring her own food instead of overreacting like that. I stood my ground and she kept saying she wanted to bring food and that she wasn't willing to go hungry to please my mom. I had it at this point and got ready to go over to my parents who live hours away. I got in the car with my stuff and left her behind crying, then started 
Then she started calling me saying I should not have went and left her alone at home. And that I was wrong for making this my hill to die on and causing her to miss my mom's invite. (sighs) I'm at my parents' house right now. I made up some excuse as to why my fiance didn't come, but I'm still bothered by what happened, especially when she keeps guilting me for leaving her behind, calling me a selfish jerk and whatnot. Edited to add. Oh, yeah, she was actually planning on bringing an entire cooked meal. So I wasn't just talking about some side dishes to share with the family. That would have been a different story. The title was, Am I the Asshole for Going to My Parents' House and Leaving My Fiancé at Home After She Said She Wanted to Bring Her Own Food to Thanksgiving? Yeah, that would have given it away. <laughs> um. Wow. And no real reason either. First of all, forced to eat the same foods every year. <laughs> Honey, I cannot she, wait for that food every year. It sound like she eats them like once a month or something. Right. It's like, how often are you eating stuffing and turkey? Once a year. Literally. <laughs> There's just no way. I just, that's the oddest thing in the world to me. And the fact that she didn't even really give a true reason, like if that's the reason, that's just weird. Well, and several people in the comments had asked him, what was the meal that she was planning? Because mm-hmm. I guess he said in one comment that he she had said what it was going to be, but then he never said it himself. Yeah. That was a little weird to me. Um, And I mean, reading back now, it says, wanted to eat something else to add new flavor for Thanksgiving. That's, I guess, where that side dish question comes in mm-hmm. because it's completely true. And, you know, t- you can eat a whole meal off sides. Right. I do it frequently. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. So but that would have made sense. Yeah. It's like bring a couple different sides. And I really then, wish I knew what the meal was. <laughs> if no one wants to eat it but you, cool. But at least you're trying to contribute. That's, Yeah. No, he's not the asshole. She is. No, and he was determined not to be. I don't think anyone said he was. Uh, these are the ones, though, that it's like, I, I hope this is making you reconsider the relationship prior right. to getting married. That would be a huge red flag. Yeah, just a bit. Uh, Anyways, what you got? Weird. All right. All right. So this one is a unique slash weird family tradition for the holidays. Says, for Christmas when I was a kid, we didn't leave milk and cookies for Santa because that was not what Santa liked at our house. He got a Bud Light and a bologna sandwich. (laughs) As a parent now, (laughs) it says, as a parent now, we pick something we think Santa would like. This year, it will be my oldest favorite snack orange soda and pretzels. Told him that Santa likes variety. That's funny. That's cute. I, I like that love one. That. It's really cute. You know what? Orange soda and pretzels actually sounds pretty good. Yeah. I, I see why that kid likes it. Oh my God. That's so funny. Weird combination. What was the beer? Bud Light and a bologna sandwich. That's so specific. I mean, this is one that you know as a kid. How do you not be like, Santa's not real. Right. And then, like, if they do talk about it at school, like, oh, make sure you leave milk and cookies for Santa. <laughs> My dad said Santa doesn't like milk. He likes Bud Light. <laughs> oh, man. That's hilarious. Yeah. Um. So my next one's a Hanukkah one. Okay. I went very variety here. I like it. Am I the asshole for celebrating Hanukkah? That's the question. Uh-oh. Okay. My partner and I were each raised Christian. 
We don't believe anything these days, but we still celebrate a secular Christmas. Nobody in either of our families is Jewish, nor did either of us grow up with any significant Jewish influence. Today, I plan to celebrate Hanukkah with my young kids, two and four, for fun. A fun reason to eat Jewish food and a little education about what Hanukkah is. We're playing dreidel, eating latkes and babka. I don't know why babka. It looks like jelly in this parentheses. It looks like jelly donuts would be a better choice, but I have my heart set on trying babka for the first time. Okay. I think you can do that outside of Hanukkah, but okay. Fair enough. We'll light tea candles in place of a menorah. My husband isn't into it and said it's cultural appropriation. Admittedly, I'm not too interested in the religious side of Hanukkah, as I'm not into any religion. I mostly like trying new foods and exploring other cultures. I do tell my almost five-year-old the gist of what others believe about religion, but it's a very brief, simple explanation. Am I the asshole for celebrating Hanukkah? Hmm. Um, I'll read at least the first edited. Okay. I will not be posting this on social media other than this Am I the Asshole post or sharing with others that we did this. If I take any pictures, it'll just be for our own memories. It's just something fun to do. Oh, wait, something fun for us to do tonight. I'll wait for the others. Hmm. You want my opinion as a Jew? Yes, I'd like your <laughs> opinion first. So when I first read this, great. Please celebrate Hanukkah. It's a great way to learn about other cultures. It's a great way to learn. I mean, I we talked about this last week. I've celebrated Christmas with friends. Mm-hmm. It's it's a nice way for me to learn about it. I've had friends celebrate Hanukkah with me. It's how they learn about it. She lost me when she said she doesn't care about the religious part. Yeah. This is not a circus. This right. is not a show. Why do you need the holiday to eat the food? Yeah, you don't. I feel like you could like teach your kids about it without actually doing it if you're not if you're just going to do it just for no reason. Well, and she even said a fun reason to eat Jewish food and a little education about what Hanukkah is. And what two lines later, I'm not too interested in the religious side of Hanukkah. So yeah, you're not going to learn about it. Then. Right. And even the tea lights. I'm not offended by this, but it's like if you're going to go ahead and do it, just do, do the menorah. Like menorah. Yeah. Go get a cheap one. Right, cuz they you sell them everywhere it. during the holidays. Yeah, that's a little odd to me. So she was determined to be the asshole. Um and her last edit, the first one was just about um I accept the verdict. I'm the asshole. Mhm. The last one was we did eat the babka I'd already bought, but that's it. No mention of anything. Just eating a babka on November 28th. I'm sorry to everyone I offended. Happy Hanukkah to you. <laughs> like <laughs> too late now. <laughs> just that's It's the whole thing. And I mean, I don't know. It's it's this one's an odd one. I'm not necessarily offended by her. I'm just disappointed. Well, because it was like, what's the point? If you just wanted to eat the food. Just eat it. Just eat the food. Why do you need to do the other sides of it? Right. It's almost like you did that so you wouldn't look like the asshole, but you ended up being the asshole anyway. Oh, you were a bigger asshole. Yeah. I mean, and this tells me, because of the Bobka load, and I haven't read through the comments. I mean, I read through the first few a few days ago, but... They don't even understand the purpose of the latkes and right. the jelly donuts. Because she went, first of all, 
I don't think I've ever been to a Jewish event where babka's a featured item. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's a cake. It's it's not anything special to us. Yeah. I think it was probably created in Jewish delis sell it. I mean. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, that's just another. <laughs> There's no significance. Like, right. She didn't really, like, pay homage to doing the actual traditions and respecting Right. The whole reason behind it. Right. So it's like, if you're not going to do that, like, I wouldn't do that because I'm not religious and I feel like I wouldn't like, care, you know, enough to like do it the right way. So mm-hmm. then you just don't do it at all. But it's important to like, make sure your kids know that not everyone celebrates Christmas, you right. know? So if you're not going to do it the right way, just don't do it. That's how I feel. Well, there's that Friends episode, the holiday armadillo where... Ross is like, I'm going to teach Ben about Hanukkah this Mm -hmm. year. It's important because they're part Jewish. And Ben's very insistent. No, no, Christmas, Christmas. And, you know, he goes out and he can't find the Santa suit. That's how he ends up a holiday armadillo. (laughs) And he, you know, when they're teaching, and I mean, granted, they're part Jewish. So they own a menorah. It's part Mm -hmm. of their religion. It's part of their culture. They... He was trying to teach him about it, though. He wasn't just going to light the menorah and say, okay, there you Let's go. Let's eat some latkes. That's it. No. Right. I mean, there's all. I think they even told the story. Yes, they do tell the story because Joey's dressed as Superman. <laughs> <laughs> and they go, I didn't like the part when Superman <laughs> flew the Jews out of Egypt. <laughs> oh, I love friends. Anyways, um. Yeah, this one was an interesting one, but... Yeah, it's like you tried, but you really didn't. You know what? I didn't... I didn't agree with the cultural appropriate... Oh, my gosh. Cultural appropriation part. Um, It's just more the disrespect of the holiday in general. Yeah. I didn't think it was cultural appropriation. No, I don't think that's the right word for it. I think disrespectful is more in line. Right. Because it's not like they were trying to say, oh, this is our holiday. We control. I will like, say, what to do. I'm reading now, and someone commented, "Judaism is a closed religion, no, and not open for others to partake in our traditions." No, I don't agree. If you want to celebrate Hanukkah properly, just to learn about it, go ahead. Right. Lighting tea candles, eating a food just because it's Jewish, but completely irrelevant to the holiday. I agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> Saying that you are celebrating Hanukkah, gross. It is not yours to try on or do it for fun. All right. This person was clearly very offended. Yeah. If you, <laughs> I love this. If you want to eat latkes and play dreidel and show your kids the Rugrats Hanukkah episode, fine. But that is straight appropriation. You have no business participating. Granted, that's probably what they should have done. It's just play the Rugrats yeah, special and eat the food. Yeah, there's a way to do it. <laughs> I just, the Fabka part, I think, is where they took it too far. She mm-hmm. hadn't said that. Do some right. homework. That shows that she didn't even she try didn't do to the look research. it up prior. Yeah. Anyways. I agree. All right. So we're going to do one more each and then do our break. Okay. I'll do my Hanukkah one that I found. All right. Uh, I know I've posted this elsewhere, but a few years ago for Hanukkah, my grandmother re-gifted me three pairs of crotchless panties that someone had given her 10 years prior for her and my grandfather's 50th wedding anniversary. I shoved the whole package under the couch when she got up for more tea. (laughs) What? I don't think she even realized. She was just like, I've never worn these. I'm just going to. She thought they were just panties. First of all, though. (laughs) 
That alone's a lot. Who gave the grandma crushless <laughs> panties for the 50th wedding anniversary? I just, there's a lot to process there. <laughs> she had to be at least 65 at the youngest. Come on, man. <laughs> Me? That's a lot. Some of these grandmas out there, they're young. I guess. You never know. I mean, that would be getting married at 15. Either way, though. I, I just, the first, take the crotchless part out. <laughs> Cr- crotchless panties in general are pretty sexy looking. Mm-hmm. So it's not like he, she, like, handed her a pack of Hanes. Like, right. She handed her lingerie regardless. She knew it was the, I mean, even if risque. she didn't realize they were crotchless. That's probably... She, I mean, she probably never <laughs> took them out of the box after she oh, opened yeah, them and was like... Not. Ooh, I, I can't. I hope not, because then she's giving her used panties. Ooh. That's even worse. <laughs> no, it said... I think it said they were new. In the package. I think so, yeah. too. But still, so <sighs> weird. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So my next one's another Am I the Asshole? And... You in particular, I wanted to get judgment from on this. So okay. let me adjust real quick. <laughs> All right. Um, I, 23 female, have been employed at my work for about a year now. I got hired on right after I graduated. Our holiday schedules switch each year, meaning employees are scheduled to work every other Christmas. I worked last Christmas, the 23rd, 24th, 25th, and 26th, meaning this year I'm scheduled to be off for Christmas. I don't have children, but I'm very close with my family, and so I'm looking forward to not having to worry about work and spend Christmas time completely focused on them. Our Christmas schedule has come out, and this has led to annoyed parents of small children because they have to work Christmas this year. I was approached by a few coworkers about me working their Christmas shifts. Employees are able to exchange shifts. Wait, (laughs) excuse me. Employees are able to do shift exchanges, meaning you can trade shifts, and they would work shifts of mine before Christmas. Everyone knows that my boyfriend and I, 25 male, the boyfriend, she did that wrong, (laughs) don't have children as of yet. So I tend to be one of the people that gets asked the most for shift exchanges. I declined the co-workers that asked if I would work their Christmas this year, and I could tell there was an annoyance about this. The thing is, if I agreed to work this Christmas, I would almost definitely be working three Christmases in a row, because I doubt I would be able to find anyone to switch with me next year if I tried, as obviously Christmas is a time where no one willingly wants to work. Mm -hmm. I may not have kids, but my family is very close. My grandparents have medical problems, so I try to enjoy every moment with them I can. I was also looking forward to not feeling exhausted during family time. <laughs> it's a long one. <laughs> Seeing the annoyances of coworkers when I declined made me feel both bad and frustrated. I understand that everyone obviously wants to be with their kids during Christmas, but I want to be with my family too. So I'm wondering, am I the asshole for saying no to working Christmas if I don't have kids? She said edited for those curious. Yes, I do work in healthcare. No, she's not the asshole. I will say I don't fault people for asking her because I would probably do that. Never hurts to ask. Yeah, but it like I some people want to work the holidays. They yeah. don't have family. You know, if I didn't know the person or didn't know them well, I would be like, hey, would you trade shifts with me? If she says no or he says no. That That's totally there. Right. I mean, 
she worked the previous Christmas. Mm-hmm. She's going to have to work the one after for them to treat her differently or be annoyed with her because she said no. I mean, you kind of already knew that role, that rule about working every other holiday before you started working there. So you knew it was a chance. You're not going to be able to get every Christmas off. You can't be annoyed when people get the time off that they were promised. So I don't fault people for asking her. I do fault people for being assholes to her after she said no. I think what's interesting... I just lost my train of thought. (laughs) (laughs) I think what was interesting is the assumption, though, when they went to her, the point of... Where did she say it? She said something about how she's frequently asked to exchange shifts Mm -hmm. because she doesn't have kids. So this is not just a Christmas thing. This is clearly something that comes up frequently. And it's a little shocking. I mean, we work in a industry that basically shuts down around Christmas. Mm-hmm. It's dead quiet. You really don't have to take off because it's so quiet that, first of all, we're closed Christmas anyways. Right. But <laughs> it's so quiet the weeks leading up and after that you can be working and not really have to worry about losing family time. Right. This is healthcare. I, w- I want to assume nurses. I'm probably wrong to do that. It could be anything. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, well, the she works on Christmas, Christmas Eve. That to me tells me something hospital. Right. I would assume would be ER doctor, nurse, yeah. something in a hospital. Yeah. yeah. Um, Urgent care, maybe still. Right. But I mean, I would ask. I feel like if that happened to me, like I wouldn't just I would start asking everyone. You know, some people like have older kids who are like in college and they don't, maybe don't do as much or their kids are older and married and maybe they have to go off to their in-laws. Like I wouldn't just solely pick someone based on the fact that they had no kids. Right. And I mean, we talk about this a lot, this not having children thing, not being married thing where mm-hmm. it, it's funny because we differ very much on that, obviously, and that you have a child and you're married. <laughs> and I obviously I'm a dog. <laughs> that counts. But I mean, like, we'll see it sometimes just seeing, you know, the way maybe a family member will talk to us mm-hmm. or even a friend and their invites. It's very different in just, you know, their approach. And this is right. kind of the same deal. They know that she doesn't have children. So they're almost in a way trying to take advantage of her. Absolutely. Um, like right. that. You can't treat them completely differently. Different they're still adults. They right. still are um, open to their free time and their own lives. Mm-hmm. And being married or single does not dictate what someone does or doesn't do over the holidays. Right. Exactly. Um. And the same with having children, you know, having children does not dictate what someone does or doesn't do over the holidays. Mm-hmm. There could be, I mean, a Jewish family, Hanukkah obviously doesn't fall on Christmas this year, who's more willing to work. I, clearly, there's not in this situation, but right. at but the same still. time, you if you know it's not going to be as busy, you almost are tempted to take off anyway. Yeah. And like, I feel like for both of our families, too, I mean, Noah and I both have had to work on Christmas, especially when Lucas was a lot younger. It's either both of us was working or one of us was working. And our families were very accommodating. Like, oh, okay, you have to work until this time. Well, we just won't start our celebration until five or six or whatever, or we'll do it the day after. Like, I feel like most families are pretty understanding. Right. And also, if you have an infant... (laughs) 
I'm sorry, but it, it, it's not that big of a deal. They're not going to remember. <laughs> I was trying to see if maybe she lived. No, but either way, for the people who, you know, have the children, if it's specifically to spend the Christmas with their kids, I assume you're still going to be. Well, I don't know health care. I was going to say, I assume you'll still be in there in the morning for gifts, go do mm-hmm. your shift, come home that evening. I, I don't really know. Up, but... Make up a story. Well, Santa's running behind. He said he can't get here until this evening. <laughs> I you mean... know what? Your kids will understand, especially you might as well get them used to it now because healthcare is not a field. I The first time I read this, part of me was thinking retail. Mm-hmm. I think she added the healthcare part after I read it the first time and I'm glad she did because when I'm hearing retail I'm thinking no like give her her time off right but for healthcare this is something your kids are gonna have to get used to anyway anyway right you're gonna get every Christmas off no they're gonna what have happens to when just adapt even in the house <laughs> you still gonna use that as an excuse what happens if this girl gets pregnant in the next year right I mean there's just so many it just doesn't make sense I know people are Family's just selfish family. though People are so selfish. Um, Ironically, this was actually not my first run in with this. (laughs) I was watching a TikTok, I think it was. Mm -hmm. And someone had asked the same thing that this year in particular, they had co-workers that approached them and said, hey, because you don't have kids, um, you want to trade Christmas shifts? And they were like, no, that's not the only reason to celebrate a holiday. No, that's a terrible reason to celebrate. She should meet up with the Hanukkah. <laughs> they should meet up <laughs> like with the Hanukkah do- person. It does make it more fun in some aspects, but I mean, you got to find ways to adapt, right. especially if that's your long-term career. Crazy. Anyways. Um, so we're going to go ahead and refill our glasses with the other two um, seltzers and take a quick break and we will be back. Bye. And we are back. Yo, we got apple cinnamon and hot chocolate to go. And we're very excited. You know how Dana feels about apple cinnamon. (laughs) Listen, I just need this one to be good, okay? Was our last apple? Our last apple was great. I don't think I liked that one. The vodka? Oh, 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 oh. No. Oh, that's right. We did have the truly apple. Yeah. <laughs> I liked it, though. Right. We were opposite on that pack, Yeah, though. that was the a The apple one. vodka was good, though. The apple oh, spice. Phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> um, and hot chocolate. I'm very excited for that. I'm pumped. Ugh, let's find out. Okay. Obviously, it's cold chocolate, but that's okay. <laughs> Um, apple cinnamon first. Okay. Cute little can design. Oh, it's an apple broken into cinnamon sticks. Ooh, I'm getting a smell. Ooh, very oh, apple-y. I just sniffed the microphone. <laughs> mm. Oh my God, I love this one. This might be redemption. Oh, that's so nice. I'm hoping. Oh my gosh. All right, let me write my ranking. Mm. I went a little high. It smells so good. Okay. Oh yeah. See, this falls right into that candle category. Mm-hmm. The good candle category. Yes. This I is don't the candle smell we like want. It, but... <laughs> <laughs> right. <sighs> Cheers. For remembering, I didn't say <laughs> cheers last time. <laughs> cheers. <laughs> and I want to spit it back. Ooh, that's it's, interesting. It's tart. 
I think we're very used to having apple stuff and tasting it like pie. Mm-hmm. This does not. I like it, though. I like it. Right. It's like, I can't quite. It tastes like apple cinnamon. I mean, there's mm-hmm. there's nothing to really describe here. It tastes like apple cinnamon. It's um maybe a little more like Granny Smith. Yeah, I noticed that cinnamon. too. But not as much as the Truly was. No. Mm-mm. This is really nice. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't know about day drinkability. None of these are too sweet. I feel like any of them could easily be drink all day. Drunk, drink. Yeah, I think so. Oh, that's nice. I think I could drink that one all day. Yeah. And actually like it. I'm 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 very happy about this one. So far we're off to a really good start on the second half. Let's find out. Hot we chocolate. always save the best ones. For <laughs> we the don't know half. how though. It's just a gift. Mm-hmm. Um, hot chocolates, fifty-fifty. It's either gonna be the best thing we've had yet, or it's gonna be the most disgusting thing we've ever tried. I'm hoping this is like a redemption for toasted marshmallow. Remember Which how excited I we were on, about that? But I drank the toasted marshmallow. I drank them on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. We have had worse than those toasted marshmallows yes. throughout the year, which might be why in a way, because we drink so many different types of seltzers and we try so much different things, probably more than the average person, obviously. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I think I start to the ones other people think are disgusting. I start to somewhat appreciate them more. Yeah. I think that I was just more, disappointing disappointed because one we love s'mores yeah and marshmallows and I just wanted it to be so good but it wasn't (laughs) it was just I mean it wasn't bad it was different it was artificial tasting it was weird but (sighs) let's see and we don't know if this has a marshmallow you have to open the camera oh (laughs) sorry (laughs) she's just she's texting Ugh. As if we don't have time. No, I was trying to figure out what story I'm going to do next. <laughs> this is like a hot chocolate swirl little yeah, which image. There's nothing that signifies marshmallow in this hot chocolate. It definitely smells like hot chocolate. Mm. But you know what? It smells like the powder not being fully mixed. <laughs> You don't like those little powdery chunks in your hot you know chocolate. What's funny, I actually add them to oatmeal sometimes. It's really good. I mean, really? I mix it. It's not powdery. When oh, I eat it. that's a good idea though. But this, it's <laughs> it does smell like hot chocolate because it smells like the powder. It smells like the mix. It's so yeah. Weird. That's funny. Like I feel. Oh my! I could be drinking Nesquik or Smiths, and I would believe you right now. <laughs> if you handed this to me. With a blindfold on and said, what are you about to drink? I would think you were handing me Swiss Miss. Yeah. Hot chocolate. It does smell like the the powder. Which I'm not mad about. It's just, it's, you know, what's going to be weird about this one is you're not anticipating it. We're right. going to be thrown off. I know. Oh, gosh. Okay. I really like it. I think the I more I smell it, the more I like it. Nope. Went away. It's powder. Yes. <laughs> Literally. Powder. She had the sensation of the powder in her That's nose. wild. That sounded really bad. 
All we do is drink on this oh. podcast. We don't do hard drugs. Mm-hmm. And we got our title. <laughs> cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Lindsay doesn't want to cheers me. She hates me today. Why did it get warm the second it hit my mouth? That's crazy. Like, it still tastes like the powder mix, though. There's a quick second before you realize it's a cold drink uh-huh. that you actually have a moment of, oh, that's hot. Yes. Wow. How did they do? This is technology I don't even understand. They did something with this. They must have consulted with Willy Wonka. I'm blown away. This wow. was not, not a letdown. No. It was, oh, my Yeah, gosh. it's very good. So we're going to continue to sip this. I might pour a little more of the hot chocolate, which I think normally signifies what my number one's going to be. Except yep. we do maths now, so it might not be. You know, I've been surprised. I only went back and changed one, in fairness. All right, let's find. Find. Okay. I don't know what we're finding, but <laughs> we're going to keep reading. So. Okay, the rest of mine are pretty short, but... This one is best weird tradition for a holiday. It says, for Christmas, my brother-in-law's family ties money to chickens and everyone's got to run and catch them. Oh, like live chickens. Yes. I automatically (laughs) went to dead chickens. Oh, my God. Just for the record. No, you got to run and catch them so you get the money. All right. But before you said that, I heard tied to chickens. Oh. I was picturing a dead chicken. That would be... Really cool. Like like, one you're going to cook. Like like, a breast or something. Not like one that's just laying in a field. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> i was like why would you die that are Wait. you cooking the money with the chicken <laughs> you gonna dig your hand inside and get it <laughs> um i need to see a video of this but also those poor chickens <laughs> poor poor chickens i mean there's that episode or a few episodes no it might have just been one i think it's two of orange is the new black where they're not sure if the chicken's real and they're all chasing it I, I have to. I feel like I like recall that. that. It's from like season one. It's an early one. Yeah. I definitely watch that. You can't get over that this tastes hot somehow for a second. All <laughs> it's right. It's really good. <laughs> it's crazy. So my first one is from, or excuse me, whatever. My first one this round <laughs> is from Today I Fucked Up. Um, I guess same thing. I'm not going to read the title. Earlier this year, Ancestry DNA had a sale on their kits. I thought it would be a great gift idea, so I bought six of them for Christmas presents. Today, my family got together to exchange presents for our Christmas Eve tradition, and I gave my mom, dad, brother, and two sisters each a kit. As soon as everyone opened their gift at the same time, my mom started freaking out. She told us how she didn't want us taking them because they had unsafe chemicals. We explained to her how there were actually no chemicals, but we would tell but we could tell she was still flustered. Later, she started trying to convince us that only one of us kids needed to take it since we will all have the same results and to resell extra kits to save money. Fast forward. Our parents have been fighting upstairs for the past hour and we are downstairs trying to figure out who has a different dad. (gasps) Oh no. Oh my God. So there is an update. There's two updates. That's why she didn't want him to take him. Update. Thank you all so much for all the love and support. My sister's brother's brother and I have not yet decided 
if we're going to take the test. I thought I was going to say I've not yet decided who has the different dad. (laughs) (laughs) No matter what the results are, we will still love each other and our parents no matter what. All right. Update number two. Uh (laughs) Christmas isn't ruined. My fuck up actually turned into a Christmas miracle. Turns out my sister's father passed away shortly after she was born. A good friend of my mom's was able to help her through the darkest time in her life, and they went on to fall in love and create the rest of our family. They never told us because of how hard it was for my mom. Last night, she was strong enough to share stories and photos with us for the first time, and it truly brought us even closer as a family. This is a Christmas we will never forget. And yes, we are all excited to get our test results. Merry Christmas, everyone. And it says, P.S. Sorry, my mom isn't a whore. No, you're not my daddy. (laughs) (laughs) So does that mean the sister didn't know either? It doesn't sound like she did. I mean, teach their own. Yeah. I mean, eventually. Right. (laughs) I'm sure that's just not the way the mom wanted her to find out. No, but it led to them being able to tell her Mm -hmm. openly. It sounds like they're not like young children, though. Yeah, I mean, if they were able to buy those kits, yeah, yeah, they're not like she's a little past the age of. You know what? It's not my family. What you got? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I also wonder if it just went on for so long, and the mom was like, "Why tell her now?" You know? Yeah, I get that. All right, so let's see. Oh, this one's funny. This is another weird tradition. Not me, but I knew a guy when I was growing up whose family would re-gift a Twinkie. Apparently, sometime in the 80s, two family members were arguing over the lifespan of a Twinkie, and one member didn't believe they are so pumped full of preservatives, they are essentially immortal like lobsters. Yeah. Next year at Christmas, one family member asked the other if they remember the argument from the prior year and gifted that person the Twinkie that started it all. Point was proved, and the next year, the guy gave it back to the family member that had gifted it the year prior. Now we have a two-year-old Twinkie, and a new tradition was born, and they've been doing this ever since. It was a huge deal and an honor to be the chosen recipient for the year. Before anyone asks, it was a childhood friend, and I haven't seen or talked to them since high school, so I'm not sure what happened or if it's still going strong, but that thing lasted a decade, if not more. It's down, it sounds stupid, but it's actually kind of funny. And the strange thing was how political it got. People were collaborating and getting upset if they felt they got passed over. <laughs> wow. I feel like <sighs> our family would probably get like pretty into that. I mean, I knew Twinkies don't expire. They're joked about to be like cockroaches that if there was like a nuclear war, those are the two <laughs> things that would survive. <laughs> but... I don't think I knew it was to that extent. I did. That's crazy. I don't remember how I knew, but I knew. They don't expire. I have to assume they still get gross. I mean, that's like how McDonald's burgers don't. Right. They look the same boring. like 20 years later. <laughs> it's like it's weird. Something's not right with that. Yeah. <laughs> I still eat them. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have a friend that's super against, what is it? Taco Bell and Boach. It's. Both Taco Bell and Bojangles. She's never had Taco Bell. She won't do it. And whenever it comes up when we're all together, the rest of us are like, oh, man, Taco Bell. <laughs> She's Let's like, y'all are later. disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, miss me with that. Yeah. 
we don't really mind. YOLO. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right. So this one's pretty intense. Um, okay. Am I the asshole if I don't let one of our employees bring his partner to our Christmas dinner? So I work as the head administrator in a Catholic school, which means that the person that makes all the final decisions is a priest from the order, which rotates each of four years. Each December, we make a special Christmas dinner with all of our employees, and we let them bring their partner if they have one. And this is where the problem is. One of our teachers, let's call him Dave, is gay. And the last Christmas dinner in 2019, because there wasn't one in 2020 for obvious reasons, he brought his male partner to the dinner. The head priest that we had at the time was young and more modern, so he was okay with it. But last year, the head priest changed, and the new one is a lot more conservative. For example, he didn't accept a kid into the school because his parents allowed him to be effeminate. Wow. So we worry that if Dave brings his partner, the priest will not like it. We don't want what we don't know what he would do. But this year has been quite stressful. So the least we want. So the least we want is to have a problem in the Christmas dinner. So when Dave asked me the date of the dinner, I told him that he shouldn't bring his partner to avoid causing a conflict. But he got really mad about it. I tried to explain myself, but he just left. And look, I get that it must suck to not be able to bring your partner to an event like this, but he works on a Catholic school, and all I'm doing is trying to avoid conflict. Um, there is an edit. Okay, I can't read it. Okay, I guess I didn't explain the well what explain well the role of the priest. Well, they are technically my employees as I'm the head of administration. We are all employees of him. I don't I'm still confused. If he wants, he can fire. Okay, got it. If he wants, he can fire anyone in the school, including me, and I have no power over him. So I can't force him to behave nicely. But you can't sue him because that's illegal. Is it in a private school, though? Yes. Private Catholic school. Oh, okay. I mean, regard. Oh. Yeah. It's employment in general. Oh. You can't decide someone employment, mm-hmm. someone's employment status over gender, age. I always, I just sexuality. feel like the church stuff gets so foggy. I it's still like, think it counts. Yeah. I don't know. But regardless, that's fucked up. It is messed up. I just, I feel bad for the administrator guy because it feels like he's kind of in the middle. At the same time, he's already making this assumption. Right. I was going to say he could at least try to have the conversation with the priest or I don't know. Well, That's, this priest sucks. To be he does. He didn't let a kid in the school because he has a little feminine trait. That doesn't right. mean anything, first of all. That's, yeah. It could just be a more sensitive kid. That's This is where the issues of this country come in play. If the Pope is openly accepting Mm -hmm. gay marriage gay rights trans rights y'all need to get with the program my the first comment was you're the asshole what would jesus do (laughs) the entire comment (laughs) exactly i mean he's not in the right it just seems like he's being put in a very awkward position but it's his job to stand up to you know he's the administrator of the school i mean what if they're in a more liberal area Mm -hmm. and this gets out 
and people start leaving the school. Yeah, that's going to be blamed on him. Serious. I mean, this is very old school just in terms of and I mean this was a new post this was only um eight days ago so this is this year we're not like reading something the results and maybe it'll come out later Mm -hmm. um we have it saved so maybe we'll report back if they update it but I mean this is somebody that hold on sorry someone said to not the asshole and I was trying to read through okay and actually this is a really good point I don't know that the like you're saying that the administrator is the asshole so much as the priest mm-hmm. is the asshole. And I get, you know, differing opinions. I, I get liberalism. I get conservatism. I get religion playing into it on some level. But no. <laughs> well, and it's it's not like he's teaching about how to be gay in the classroom. Like this is just an outside event right. where you're just bringing your partner. You're not. I mean, you're just there. Like, what's... I don't get the issue. Right. I guess my thought was... I don't know. I just feel like private schools get away with so much and that they just do whatever they want and no one stops them. Well, the biggest part is the firing part. That right. That he can fire them. I want to say toxic. that it does not matter. Mm-hmm. I want to say that the school aspect, the private school part, the religious Catholic school part yeah. does not matter. You right. cannot make someone's employment based off their sexuality. Mm-hmm. And I want to say it's still, Oh, this one it is. See, and this is where not to get into a political debate, but this is where the cake comes in from several years ago the wedding cake that the baker didn't want to bake oh right 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 it's a private business right i don't know yeah i don't think it's legal i'm also not a lawyer i also wonder if it depends on the state maybe because i know like our state has different rules as far as employment you can fire someone for you don't have to have a reason in north carolina if any lawyers want to weigh in and tell us and you know what maybe i'll read through this later myself um and see if we have an answer it's long there's a lot of comments Mm -hmm. but now that you're saying that you're absolutely right i don't think the administrator's the asshole i think he may have approached it wrong right um i don't want to say this isn't everybody sucks here situation because well i guess dave technically sucks (laughs) (laughs) well the thing is someone has to be the person to speak up right right in order to get people to change and and get with the times right it needs to be the administrator he's the the highest person in the school he or she i'm sorry i don't think it said but that has contact with the priest that he reports directly to they clearly don't mind i mean they wouldn't have hired them right or kept them employed i don't know but um we might report back on this one. I don't think we've ever followed up on a post, but this one is so new and so fresh mm-hmm. that we will definitely keep an eye on it. And if an update gets posted, we will let you know. Yes. I hope there's a happy ending. Let's see what I got <laughs> next. I think maybe I think this, is our last one. this is our last one. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. This one's just kind of dumb and funny. Um. Best or worst holiday story. It's a dumb story, but as a joke, my mom got me an umbrella for Christmas, pretending it was the main gift. I started crying, and I couldn't stop crying, even after they told me it was a joke. I was very young, by the way. 
<laughs> I can just imagine like you think you're getting this big thing. I don't think we've ever done that to Lucas. I would feel so bad. <laughs> like you think it's just going to be a funny joke and then they just can't get over There's, it. My parents did the thing to me one year where they put like car keys, I think, in a box, but it was like for an electric car or something. Aww. But you could tell they were fake car keys. Okay. At the same time, there was a part of me that was like, does this imply a car is coming? Right. <laughs> Which you want to hope. My first car, in fairness, but that was years. Well, maybe not years later. It's because they didn't want to drive me to school anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it was as much a gift to them as it was to you. <laughs> I Well, there's always the ones that will bring them like an Apple box. And then yeah. they put an apple in it. <laughs> no, those are so mean. I think they're funny. As long as they're getting them something good on the back end. Like, don't right. just do that. And as long as they weren't, like, leading them on to think that they were getting that. Right. Like. If Lucas asked us for a phone, I'd be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think happens more often than you would think where people, that might be part on the gift recipient though, where they misinterpret mm-hmm. the no and they're like, yes. Just way <laughs> like, too hopeful. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're never getting that. <laughs> All right. So similar to the um, Halloween. I couldn't remember what holiday we did. I'm saving my favorite for last. Okay. Let's hear it. Um, you know what? I'm not I feel like you need the title because it's fun, but I almost don't want to read it to you because it's gonna be funnier without it. Well you can read it after, like you yeah. did the others. Okay. Um, this was posted last year, but it says this also happened a few years ago. So it definitely happened a few years ago now. Yeah. Okay. okay. I'm an original I am originally from Taiwan and moved to the US for grad school and ended up staying here. The university I was attending had a really large Jewish population. Most of them were I think what you would call culturally Jewish as they weren't really that religious and they basically never talked about being Jewish. For example, one of my really good friends was Jewish, but she was no different than any other white person as far as I understood it. And other than when she invited me over to a Passover event, she barely even talked about it. My first boyfriend in the U.S. ended up being a Jewish guy. The first time we had sex, I noticed he was circumcised and we talked about it a bit. I had already heard it was a Jewish thing for guys to get it done, but I had just never seen one in person like this since Taiwanese guys don't usually get circumcised. Anyways, eventually that relationship came to a close. I later met another guy who I liked. He eventually became my husband and we started dating and eventually that led to sex and his pants came off and he was also circumcised. Except at this point, I was used to circumcised penises, so I didn't say a word about it. We just started dating in late October that year, so Hanukkah came along quickly. We had never talked about religion or anything, but his penis told me he was another one of those Jewish people who just didn't really talk about being Jewish. So when we had just so when we had decided to exchange gifts, I bought him a Hanukkah card to go along with his present. I gave him the card and he just kind of looked at me funny and said something like, "Why this?" <laughs> And I said, well, aren't you Jewish? And he said, no. And I said, well, I saw you naked. And he goes, huh? And I said, well, your dick is is circumcised. (laughs) He then started laughing for like five minutes. 
Anyway, this is where I learned that most males in the U.S. are circumcised, regardless of their religious background. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Too long didn't read. Thought my husband was kosher based on what his sausage looked like. (laughs) That's good. (laughs) And the today I fucked up was today I fucked up by buying my husband a Hanukkah card. That... Oh my god, that was that's the hilarious! Thing I've read in a long time. <laughs> Poor thing. She was like, "Oh, okay. Let me try to do this nice thing." I'm just laughing. Like I can't even imagine him opening this Hanukkah card and being like, "The fuck?" What? <laughs> It's her reasoning. But I saw oh your my penis. God. <laughs> But you have a Jewish penis. She must not have dated anyone between the two. Yeah, I'm guessing not. <laughs> I just that's hilarious. But as you know, we like closing these out on fun ones. Um, that was a fun one. So Poor we're girl. gonna take a second to do our ratings. Um, I think we're leaning towards the same. I think we are. All right, we'll find out. <laughs> All right, so let's jump right into. Four, which obviously we have the same one. <laughs> Holiday punch. Terrible. Awful. Like, would not drink again. That, uh, we've had some random bad ones throughout the three months. I was going to say the year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this, this is very competitive with the worst. Yeah. It's that up was there. bad. I only gave it a 1.3 overall. Oh, dang. <laughs> I gave it a three overall. Wow. I'm so much nicer oh than you. Oh, my God. And I was actually nice this time because my other scores are a lot higher well, than normal. the smell was really bad, but I don't know. I didn't uh, love it, was, it. It was all bad. <laughs> I didn't love it. All right. Number three. Maple pancake. Same. Mm, two. Apple cinnamon. Same. What would you give Maple Pancake? Is she always hurrying along the ratings? Oh, sorry. 3.3. <laughs> All right. I gave it a 3.1. See, I was okay. a lot nicer this time. And that was actually the one I ended up. I went back and I upped the taste score after mm. the fact. Okay. Just slightly, but. Um, yeah, two was apple cinnamon, which obviously means one was hot chocolate. I will say these two actually tied at four for me. Mm-hmm. Um. But if I'm personally choosing between a tie, it's hot chocolate, hands down. Yeah, that for thing was sure. Great, and it's it was shockingly so great. I was a little worried just because, yeah. like, the really like desserty flavors haven't really been. Well, the pie ones always do well for us. Yeah, they've been hit or miss. Well, I will say the only reason hot chocolate did not beat out apple cinnamon in score wise was i think i gave the day drinkability slightly lower only okay. because it's chocolate i can't drink that all yeah day, regardless. that makes sense that makes um sense. versus apple cinnamon was a 4.2 for day mm-hmm. yeah this was a great pack i ended up giving it a 3.1 um Holiday Punch obviously pulled it down pretty deep for me. Yeah. But <laughs> I've been giving like twos for the packs lately. 3.1 right. is very generous. I gave it a 3.6. Okay. So we're about the same here. Yeah. This was a good one. I really enjoyed this pack. Um, I think I enjoyed it more than the Truly. I did. Yeah. Yeah. The Truly was very fruit based. This kind of had a wider array of tastes. 
Well, and the tastes were more natural, I want to say. Well, this one's not sweet, like, at all. Right. Either way, this was a good one. We have two more holiday packs planned for you. So keep staying tuned and go ahead and follow us on Twitter and Instagram so you can make sure you don't miss these episodes. Tipsy trials for both. And if you have any suggestions, feedback, or stories to share with us, please send us an email at tipsytrials at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. And with that, we're going to remind you again to drink responsibly. Please. (laughs) And we actually laughed earlier because when you are podcasters, we didn't know this, obviously, you get a Spotify wrap up for podcasters. Mm -hmm. And we're not going to read our results for you because we're just not there yet. But (laughs) there was one that said something about how many minutes we had done for seven episodes because it only took an account seven of them. And the line under it said, remember to drink water. <laughs> I cracked up because they don't know what our podcast right. is about. They were always saying that to everyone. How do they know? <laughs> oh, it made me laugh. But anyways. So, oh, Chesney. All right. She needs she some water. She's funny. No, she's laughing. That's her laugh. Oh, Chesney sorry. thinks I'm hilarious, guys. We're fighting today. <laughs> she so. was about to say she's just happy to hear you <laughs> laughing. <laughs> We've been fighting today (laughs) over food. That sounds weird. Anyways, with that, court is now adjourned Adjourned. and we will see you next week. Bye.